boxing in the United States. When my promoter, Frank Warren, told me I was going to be fighting there on the undercard of the Nassim Hamid-Kevin Kelly show in December 1997, it was a jaw-dropper. The only downer is that my trainer, Billy Graham, can't come with me. As with a lot of the big shows in America featuring British fighters, there's also a show in Britain the same night, to be screened live on Skype before they switch to the action in New York. On this occasion, it's at Millwall FC's stadium, and one of the top boys in Billy's gym at the time, Ensley Bingham, is fighting Nicky Turbin for the British light middleweight title, and of course, Billy has to be there. So, I have to go off to New York on my own, the week before the fight. Once I get out there, I get to know another young British prospect, the Brixton heavyweight Danny Williams, a born-again Christian who's also on the bill. We're in the same boat because Danny's trainer, Jim McDonnell, is also working a corner back home at the Millwall show. I get to know Danny over the week, and he's an absolutely lovely fella. We train at a good gym near the hotel, and I'm excited to see Iran Barkley there, who was involved in wars with two of my childhood heroes, Nigel Ben and Roberto Duran, back in the day. My opponent is a local Brooklyn fighter called Robert Alvarez, and if you saw us at the weigh-in, you'd have thought it was man against boy. There's me, milky white skin, no tattoos, hardly an air on me bollocks, let alone me chest, and a choir boy basin haircut. Then there's Alvarez, seven years older, airy-chested as Tom Selleck and covered in tattoos. When Alvarez strips off to get on the scales, I say to Danny, I don't know whether I fight him or fucking read him. It also turns out he's a welterweight. Either that or he's missed the light welterweight limit by a mile. I phone Billy up and say... This guy's half a stone heavier than me. You're fucking joking. What am I going to do? Well, you're out there now. You'll just have to get on with it. Cheers, Bill. For the fight to go ahead, though, the weights need to be evened up a bit, so the officials tell Alvarez to go for a run to shed a couple of pounds. I get the better end of the deal. I'm told to go eat a few donuts. Lovely. He might be older, bigger and scarier looking than me, but Alvarez has lost two of his first four fights. I'm already used to sparring with older and high-quality fighters in my gym back home like Ensley, Paul Burke, Andy Holligan and Jawade Too Sleek Kalik, great nickname, and doing well against them, so I'm not bothered. In Billy's absence, I have Ernie Fossey, God rest his soul, Frank Warren's matchmaker at the time, in my corner. It's only a four-rounder, but I win every round on two of the judges' cards and lose just one on the other. I'm way down the bill, of course, so the arena's half empty. But George Foreman, who's commentating on the evening's fights for HBO, is impressed. He tells Frank Warren and a couple of people at Sky afterwards that he thinks I have the ability to go all the way. After my win, I get to sit ringside for the Hamid Kelly fight among all the A-list Hollywood celebrities. The fight turns out to be the featherweight division's answer to Hagler Hearns, with six knockdowns before Naz stops him in the fourth round. The atmosphere is amazing. I'm still buzzing afterwards, and fancy going out to see a bit of New York. So I asked Danny, who has also won his fight, if he wants to join me for a beer to celebrate. No thanks, Ricky. I'm feeling really tired. I'm just going to go to McDonald's, back to the hotel, say my prayers to the Lord for getting me through the fight, okay, and go to bed. All right, Danny. No problem, mate. See you tomorrow.
So Danny heads off. A few minutes later, I'm standing outside Madison Square Garden on me Todd, kit bag over me shoulder, thinking, what am I going to do now? Just then I hear a scouse voice from over the road. All right, Ricky, lads. What you up to? Two fellas come over. Well, just thinking about going for a pint, but Danny's going to bed. Come out on the piss with us, la. So I drop me gear off back at the hotel, get changed and off we go. We had more than a few scoops that night and I certainly enjoyed my first taste of a big fight night in America and big night out afterwards. Little did I know then that a decade later I'd be topping the bill on big shows in Vegas and instead of looking round for someone to go for a beer with, there would be thousands of people around all up for a party. Las Vegas, my kind of town. It was exciting to fight in Madison Square Garden.